The bean holes, the Derek and Nate, the bean holes, they're really pretty great. So shut up and listen to them talk. Eric and Nate. Just making a uh, mega strap. It sure is, Eric. Whoa! Are we recording? We're recording. This is this is a uh, car cast two, known as the ghost cast or the Buster's cast. Car busters. Car busters. Ghost cars. Uh, yeah, so we are in the car. I think Ghost Cars is a show on Travel Channel (laughs) where they talk about haunted cars. That is fantastic. Um, so yeah, you might hear some road noise. Um, angry honking from Nate. He might occasionally yell at somebody out the window. Just, you know, stay in your fucking lane, bitch! <laughs> um, that's my new text message notification. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> yeah, so we're recording. We are on our way. We're on the hunt for some Ecto Cooler. Uh, it wasn't at our local grocery stores. So uh, we're, we're on a hunt for Ecto Cooler. And also, on a more boring note, looking at... Building. A building, yeah, some office space I might move into if it's cool enough. It might be the new bean quarters, we'll see. Uh, I I hope we don't look in and see Milton at his desk inside this office space. <laughs> Come on. Uh, uh, so, yeah, we're just, uh, just driving, and you're invited on the ride. On a side note, that... That movie portrays probably the most terrifying job I can think of, just being in a cubicle and yeah. just, you know. I've done it. It is terrifying. Um, and I can't imagine that if there are any jobs, I probably are, but if you remember that movie at all, uh, Peter, his job was to go through lines of code and change all the dates because of the Y2K. Yeah. And I was thinking, I can't imagine a job being so arbitrary these days. And then I'm like, wait a minute. There are bound to be desk jobs that are just that. Oh, absolutely. Useless. And I mean, that was actually very useful. At the, yeah, at the time. The, 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 people think that Y2K was, like, just an, uh, an overhyped bug. But, like, the whole thing was there could have been some actual catastrophic consequences like possibly problems with air traffic control software and yeah. and uh, like heart monitors and, and did, did they eventually change a lot of the systems to the four oh, yeah. digit year instead Absolutely. of the two Absolutely. You know, so don't run into this problem again until the year 10,000 yep but there are also you know there have been other bugs that um, that were very um, very similar yeah um can't think of them off the top of my head, but things that, for whatever reason, like when a computer encounters a certain string of numbers, there's some computers that know, like, this string of numbers automatically means shut down the program, yep. and, like, certain dates became that, uh, you know, became that string of numbers, and so they had to, you know, make sure that dates got handled a different way by the time that that became an issue, but... Um, for the most part, everything regarding dates and times has now been the way that it's handled by by computer programs. Generally speaking, is uh, it's handled in a slightly different way so that the computers do not freak the fuck out on a certain date just right, to, right. that date. Um, anywho, yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Ghostbusters is coming out next week, and uh, as fans of the franchise, we decided to um, to come together and, and kind of, along with the release of Star Trek, kind of do a sci-fi type month in sorts. So this week we're going to be talking uh, about Ghostbusters and, uh, and uh, what it's meant to us and everything. And, uh, yeah, and let me tell you something. Bustin' makes me feel good! Yeah, you know what? I, I would have... What was the thing that um, Ray Parker Jr., was he originally supposed to be writing music for Back to the Future and then got booted? Was I that it? I no fucking idea. No, there was a... I, it's, uh, one of the other things, or, or I think Huey Lewis 
was supposed to do Ghostbusters, and then maybe they booted him. But either way, I, and I think Ray Parker Jr. like they just had a beat already, and they just kind of they put him in there. But mm-hmm. man, that was that was the wrong thing to get booted from because that theme song is one of the best movie theme songs ever in history. The Ghostbusters theme song. Yeah. Back oh to yeah. The future one. I would listen to Ghostbusters any day of the week over uh, what, Power of Love. Yeah. Or Back in Time. Which. Uh, yeah, great song, but. Uh, Ghostbusters. What can you say? I mean, what was it, 1981? I don't know. We're not at a computer this time. But I can tell you that it starred. Harold Ramis, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and the black guy. <laughs> now, Ernie Hudson, who doesn't get a lot of love, right? No. Even in the posters, he wasn't featured. He wasn't. Well, nobody knew him at the time, uh, but that's really not to enough be fair, of an excuse. No, to what? What? As an actor? You know, as a comedic actor compared to Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and even Harold Ramis. Was, I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Harold Ramis was on SCTV in Canada. I believe that's correct. And that's that's kind of where his background came from. And that's, I think, where he met Rick Moranis, too, who also is in the movie. Yep. As uh, Louis Tully. Yep. Very underrated character there. Um, underrated actor in general. A lot of great roles. Yeah. And I know he says he's not retired, but come on, he hasn't. I, he has not acted on screen since like the early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, and he has said, you know, I think that even the last thing he did, like last movie he was in, I think I'm not looking at it, my phone right now. I think it was Brother Bear Two. I think he just went back and voiced the moose. One of the uh, moose characters that were basically rip-offs of Bob and Doug McKenzie. Yep. Um, so, yeah, i disappointed that he, he doesn't, at least now in this time where nostalgia is a big a big selling point for people, that Rick Moranis doesn't come back and, and do something. Yeah. Because he could be making a lot of money right now. And I know it's not about the money, but I'm just saying this is the time to yeah. cash in. I, I think for him it's... You know, he's, he's made it clear that he had to take care of his kids. Um, well, his kids are like 30 yeah, now, yeah, and they're yeah. like, Dad, can you stop giving that excuse? 2016. <laughs> um, well, but, you know, that was the reason initially. But yeah. then, you know, once you're out of Hollywood, I, I imagine it's very competitive. And when, when your whole, like, thing that makes you stand out as an actor is that you're... Not the good-looking, tall, leading man. You're like a nerdy little dude. Like it can't be fun. Like I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I would, I would take that over most jobs, of course. Yeah. But, but having enough money to be able to just go back home to Canada and not have to worry. That's, that's cool. Like I, you don't, you don't need to work in, in what I believe is a poisonous environment. Uh, yeah, and I, it depends on who you are, uh, you know, waiting through, you know, going through what kind of poison it can be. Um, but I, I feel that he's one of the greatest supporting actors of all time, mm-hmm. uh, hands down, and I think he could still contribute in various ways uh, where maybe he doesn't want to just be known as a nostalgia act, but, you know, apparently people keep sending him scripts, and he just doesn't... Yeah. He's not interested in any of them, so well, I'm, I'm a, hoping... He's that probably not interested in coming all the way back to Hollywood, or even to Toronto, where they shoot a lot of stuff. Apparently uh, there's a lot of indie filmmakers who come his way, and he was close to going to one. Yeah. But it was, like, at a shitty motel, and it was he just had to weigh the options. Like, is it really worth spending two or three months? Yeah. In a shithole, like, is it the script that good to, you know? Yeah. So that's what he has to weigh. So I, I, I hope to see him on screen another another time. Yeah. But, but enough about Dick Moranis. <laughs> we have uh, some even more legendary people to discuss. Yes, yes. Um, 
So we'll, we'll I, I guess since we're talking about Rick Moranis first, uh, let's talk about some of the other supporting characters, and then we'll get into the, the main guys, the big the, the players. players. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we've got Sigourney Weaver. Yes. Uh, I never understood, I think I've said it before on the podcast when it's come up, but uh, never understood. She was named after Sigourney Street. Why isn't her name Sigourney? I don't know. I guess after a while, I mean, maybe that her parents were, were calling her Sigourney and then just decided, like, oh, that is horrible. <laughs> Sigourney sounds at least generally like a name, so... <laughs> I guess let's um, go with that. <laughs> so she plays, she plays the love interest of Bill Murray. Bill, Bill Murray's Peter Venkman. Look, every um, woman plays the love interest of Bill Murray ever. <laughs> All right, that's just that it. doesn't mean they're interested in him. It just means Bill Murray loves to fuck. <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, she she plays uh, uh, Dana, yep. who is the uh, out of many characters having paranormal things happen to him. She. She's the the one that you're following throughout the movie, yeah. uh, who, who eventually contacts the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Until of course there is no Dana, only Zool. Ooh. Um, but yeah, she contacts them because because she opens her refrigerator and yeah. sees hell inside of it, basically. Um, Which I imagine. Uh, same thing if I went to John Goodman's house and opened up his refrigerator. <laughs> Just hell. I think that would be his toilet. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, we also got Annie Potts. Annie Potts as the Jean. secretary of yep. the, the Ghostbusters. Um, very, very... Uh, good comedic role. I mean, she basically takes the job just because it pays and it just seems like a pretty sweet job. You know, if you don't believe in ghosts, you're like, these fucking guys are going to get called. I'm just going to come and sit here and get paid for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But she's really good. She's got a lot of dry humor throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, And kind of a... She kind of falls for uh, Harold Ramis' character, Egon. Yep. A little bit there. So, a little some nerd love. You got uh, William Atherton as Walter Peck. Yep. Who is the um, the human antagonist throughout the movie? He's uh, he works for the environment environmental uh, protection agency. Yeah. He basically is in, in if this was reality, he would be the good guy of the movie of of. Uh, um. Yeah. He's the. Uh, He's the one who says, hey, maybe these guys who are barely scientists shouldn't have unlicensed nuclear reactors and, um... You know what's crazy to me, though? This is the second movie that I can think of where the Environmental Protection Agency is actually the bad guys. The other one being the Simpsons movie. <laughs> Russ Cargill. And that's, it's crazy to me that an organization you think people would want to promote is like, hey, these guys are actually doing good. Nope, they're just villains. <laughs> Car- cartoon villains. But yeah, Walter Peck um, is a kind of a thorn in the side of the Ghostbusters throughout the movie. He's uh, He brings up some very good points, and of course, we're seeing it from the view of the Ghostbusters, so like, we trust these guys. So this guy's just coming around, just shutting shit down and not listening to them, and, um, you know... It definitely is a is a dickless clown throughout the movie, but <laughs> it's true. It's very true. This man has no dick. Great line in that in that movie. Um, so we also got Ernie Hudson, who uh, is the is the fourth Ghostbuster to come into the fray. Yeah. Now, originally his part was was. Give me these directions. Here. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, directions for the ecto cooler. <laughs> Um, originally, his part was created for Eddie Murphy, and Winston was going to be featured much more heavily, and uh, and he was going to actually be the the um, the most educated of of all of the Ghostbusters. Right, right. Um, and that and that was the script that this is kind of a. I'd say kind of a fucked up part, but that the script Ernie Hudson got had a very fleshed out Winston Zetamore. Yep. And he signed on for it based off that script. 
so that when he shows up to work, he gets another script that basically cuts out all of the good, chunky, you know, character development yeah. into basically a line of, I'll believe anything as long as there's a steady paycheck. Right. Uh, and to me, that's like the rug was just ripped right under him. Um, and, you know, but what a good sport. I mean, I, you know, a few other people probably would have made a stink about that or maybe have trashed it and even though he brings that up he seems to have enjoyed the the yeah. fame from Ghostbusters because let's face it Ernie Hudson uh, and that's that's what he's known for is being Winston from the Ghostbusters and that's what he'll always be known for and it's it's good to see some people when they accept that kind of stuff yeah. when you come into that new light so but um um yeah, and it, you know, knowing all that does make me really uh, curious for what it would have been like had Eddie Murphy played the part of Winston Zeddemore as originally written. Um, I think Eddie would have over... When I look at the Ghostbusters, I it's like, okay, here's Bill Murray and three other guys. Yeah. Um, and I think with if you put Eddie Murphy there I think it would even overshadow Egon and Ray a little bit more I think it would it would have been Eddie Murphy and three other guys because even Bill Murray is hilarious but it's it is very understated a lot of the time yeah, um, yeah. or they would have been dueling like I don't think Eddie would have done it as a drama I think he would have wanted some more funny lines yeah and I think it would have then been the Bill versus Eddie show, yeah. which sounds great as its own movie, but, you know, in this movie where you're supposed to present them more as a team, I don't think that would have really worked out. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Um, now we get to the, we get to the three main characters here. Um, I think that it is important to explain where the whole idea for the Ghostbusters came from, and that is the fact that Dan Aykroyd's father was an actual Ghostbuster. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow. Um, there's, like, the, the name Ghostbuster came from a book uh, that I believe was by, but, def but certainly was about, uh, Dan Aykroyd's father. Um, and wow, Papa Aykroyd was, uh, hunting ghosts. Yeah, like a paranormal investigator, but he he referred to himself as a ghostbuster? At times, yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, you know, and a lot of the best creative stuff you can come up with are usually based off real life. Uh, because as crazy as it sounds, like three guys running around with proton packs, four guys, there are people who do that now. <laughs> Except for Instead of proton packs, they have all these other electronical devices and, you know, the, the, the E... The, uh, E-meter. The E-meter and the, you know, shit like that. It's um, almost what people are using these days. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it all is... There's things that, you know, infrared detectors and electromagnetic spectrum analyzers and all this stuff that... It's, it's, it's interesting that, like, there are... There's a set of accepted tools, but... But like there, the only there is no proof that uh, that any of it was, you know that that this is how you detect ghosts. It's just people started using it and saying that that reading there means that's a ghost. Yeah, and we've talked about this before. I think even just off the podcast, how no matter what people start using scientifically, like unless the science community gets something so concrete as far as uh, I I gotta we gotta point this out we're near a pizza place that clearly used to be a McDonald's and what they I don't know if this was if there's it's, it's called Wilson's, Wilson's. Yeah. and I don't know if it's they actually have a guy named Wilson somewhere in the chain or if he started it but all they did was take the McDonald's logos outside paint them blue and turn them upside down so that they're W's. 
and it is phenomenal. <laughs> and it makes me want that pizza, but I feel like I'll be highly disappointed. That makes me, this, this, this is actually right across the, I was just driving by the building that has the office space that we mentioned earlier that I'm looking at, and, uh, Ooh, that becomes it a favorite. Is, yeah, it's practically right across the street. I was hoping I'd find a new favorite nearby pizza place. Wilson's it is. Wilson Pizza Palace. I hope I hope you when you go in mama. you have to order from a guy who's looking over the a fence from you. <laughs> you don't actually see the person, you see about their eyes and then he's wearing a fishing cap and that's how you order your pizza at Wilson's. I don't get the reference. I'm sure you don't. Um yeah, um, so what were you saying? Ghosts, there's just unfortunately, no matter what is going on. Uh, it, scientifically with ghost hunting you, yeah. most people aren't not most people but there's just going to be the scientific community is just not going to trust findings because right. there's so many fakes out there and it's something con it's not concrete enough you know yep um, and that's what these guys you know these guys actually go through that right in the beginning of the movie the beginning of the movie opens up pretty much with uh, you know, well it opens up with a with a ghost librarian Attacking a, a, a real librarian, living librarian, in the in the like a book depository, like underneath uh, the, the New York Library, um, and so you know, ghost attacks. You know, all the Ghostbusters logo comes up. Uh, the three main characters: Ray, played by Dan Aykroyd; Egon, played by Harold Ramis; and um, why am I forgetting Bill Murray's name? I don't know. Peter Venkman. Uh, so the three of them are being funded by a college to to look into the paranormal, and they're actually they, at the beginning of this movie they just got like defunded. Yeah, it's like sorry, you have nothing concrete for us. We're not giving you any more money. Right. So right. Um. All right, uh, so we made our first stop on our, uh, our search for Ecto Cooler High C at our uh, our local Walmart with failure because I got the impression that they have not even gotten it in yet. Yeah, uh, the uh, we I actually knew the person who was working and the former student of mine and and she was confused and another employee was like yeah we don't have that people keep coming in and asking for it we don't have it yet uh, I'm getting I'm getting shades of Pepsi perfect all in my face again like no <laughs> it's dangling in front of you but you're not allowed to have it oh man uh, at least this seems to be a mass marketed you know flavor uh, and I guess it's just there's shortages everywhere but Maybe if High C never discontinued the flavor in the first place. The coolest flavor there is. Technically they didn't. I was actually looking it up the other day, but um, they they didn't discontinue the Ecto Cooler name until like 98 or 2001. Wait. Like it went a long time. Yeah, but that was still 15 or more years ago. Right. And then they stopped it and they stopped the green coloring, but they kept the flavor around is some kind of berry no, fruit it's, or, like, it's orange it's a citrus blast or yeah, something it's, like it's, that. yeah it was like a citrus melody flavor and um, and then they discontinued that again like a year or two ago to get ready for this whenever, uh, whenever they were making the plans with Sony for Ecto Cooler to come back so how does that mean they never discontinued the flavor um, discontinued like the name and the coloring Ecto Cooler but they even discontinued the actual flavoring a couple of years ago you said uh, like a year or two ago just to get it off the shelves to then be able to bring it back so that there aren't people going like hey I just had a cup of this last week like and it's the same yeah. stuff that's dumb it is dumb they we're gonna find it they should have kept it going just admit that Ecto Cooler is the same thing with a different color and be okay with it but uh, yeah we're, we're still searching so anywhere where, where were we we uh, um, yeah, you're talking about just the, the main characters and, and how they were uh, well we were kind of talking a little bit about realistic uh, paranormal investigators and the similarities here whereas these guys just got defunded from their college for paranormal investigation yeah. and how these days like it's not you know people don't consider it a science and you know the scientific community has not really backed it so 
Um, well, it's not a science. It doesn't mean it's not. It doesn't mean there is no truth to the idea that there is anything paranormal or any, you know, the idea that there is any interaction from spirits or anything like that. It's just a fact that paranormal research is not a science because there is no experimentation leading to actual results. Right, right. And I, I respect ghost hunters, you know, in general for doing what they do if they're being very serious with it. And I, I always prefer ghost hunters over ghost adventures because ghost adventures seems to embellish a lot. And they're like, that ghost just called out my mother. <laughs> Did you hear that? Did you hear that? And ghost hunters, like, might be a more boring show where they go into a place and they're like, hey, you might be hallucinating because you actually have a gas leak in the in your basement. <laughs> and that explains, some, you know, so um, I would love to go on a ghost hunt one day. Uh, maybe we could, maybe for Halloween we can uh, get some ghost hunters in Connecticut, like ghost, actual ghostbusters, and we can go on a hunt with them and record it. All right. To get it on audio, so we, maybe we can interview a ghost on the podcast. <laughs> we can ask it questions, and we won't get answers at that moment, but we can go back and listen. Yeah. Maybe we'll get that. Be cool. I don't know. Uh, so anyway, yeah. <laughs> as as much as we as as I in particular shit on the Warrens uh, a couple weeks ago in our <laughs> in our podcast about them, uh, the Ghostbusters certainly makes for an entertaining movie. Um, so, yeah, uh, all right, so three main characters. We will start with uh, Egon, played by the late Harold Ramis, who was more of a, and throughout his career, was more of a behind-the-camera writer type. He, he did... And director. Yeah, yeah, and mainly a director. I mean, he directed Groundhog Day, which yep. is one of my favorite movies, another Bill Murray uh, classic. Um, you know, he's directed other movies like Year One, which probably, I think, was his, maybe his last directing gig. But anyway, um, he plays, like, the ultra-nerdy type in this movie. Ray Stance is pretty nerdy, and they kind of banter back and forth. But Egon is the guy building these these proton packs and all these traps, and almost every piece of tech you see on the Ghostbusters or in their warehouse is from Egon. Yeah. Um... So, and that's a lot of the comedy, too, is that the stuff he sees, like, beyond nerdy, which makes a lot of the things he says funny, or in certain situations, just comes off. Uh, and then you got Bill Murray right behind him, like, kind of making jokes about stuff. Just great comedy there. Um, Ray Stance, played by Dan Aykroyd. Uh, I love the way you say Aykroyd. Why, is that... Am I saying it wrong? It's like you're adding a syllable. Ackeroid. 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 Damn hemorrhoid. Hemorrhoid? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he actually that, now looks kind of like a giant hemorrhoid. He actually now looks like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. That's true. He's molded into what he thought of. Uh, you are what you eat and or imagine and nearly destroy Manhattan with. Yeah, which from the uh, film theory, film theory from MatPat on YouTube, which is a spinoff of uh, Game Theory, they actually just did an episode about not only how many calories the actual state of Marshmallow Man. There's like a lot of science. They find out like his his circum like his actual circumference from scenes in the movie compared to the buildings and how many how much he would actually weigh in marshmallow yeah. and just being solid marshmallow without a skeletal uh, skeletal structure he wouldn't actually be able to destroy anything even mm. yeah it's an interesting video like he really wouldn't have been able to do as much damage uh, scientifically saying if his body was just marshmallow yeah, yeah. so um, yeah Ray Stance he is the, the second smartest person on the team, he he's the enthusiastic backbone behind almost everything in the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, seems to really enjoy his job. Seems to enjoy researching the paranormal. Um, is very loud uh, and like I said, he's just the, he's he's like that he's like the kid of the group. He's just very childish at times but then at other times when he's needed he's very smart as well so yeah, yeah. um 
And then we got uh, we got, we got Bill Vanks. Peter Vankman. Who no, is P Vanks? Is the uh, is the dry comedic frontman of the group who the character really doesn't even see uh, it just feels like he was just along for the ride for getting money and he was uh, well he was yeah, uh, well his first of all most like all his paranormal research his supposedly legitimate stuff before starting the Ghostbusters was just half-assed and I, I, yeah, a way to pick up women yeah, more a way to pick up women than anything else. Uh, he he didn't even believe in the stuff. Um, <coughs> woo, sneezing fit right in the middle of the podcast. Um, wow, the whole podcast is about ghosts, and you can't even muster a bless you when I sneeze. You piece of shit. I was letting a ghost take care of it because this is the ghost car. Okay, come on. Um, he actually has a great, he's got a few good moments in the movie where, you know, he actually starts seeing ghosts. He start, you can see him start, like, to come out of this cocoon, like, oh my god, this is real. And he actually becomes really, not, like, overly enthusiastic, but, uh, you know, when it comes to the, the Ghostbusters... He, he clearly is enjoying what he's doing because he's also picking up women at the same time. <laughs> With Dana, he goes to he goes to her apartment like I better scope the place out, and he's just bullshitting stuff like. With the piano. Oh, they hate when I do that. <laughs> He's like, Dr. Venkman's here. <laughs> and stuff. So, uh, uh, you know. What's the, what's really there to say is just the, the dry humor throughout the entire movie, and uh, it really is the is the unsung uh, leader of the group. Without really, he's, I, he's the guy that you would have talking to customers. No one else really, and I think that's even his job. I think he's the one talking to people when they come in. Uh, not, not the secretary, but right. he's the one that has the office right behind the secretary. So. Um, yeah, so the whole movie is just this unraveling case of there's just a lot of paranormal happening around the city. Uh, once they form the Ghostbusters, they start getting all these jobs. And the, and the news kind of goes from praising these guys to then thinking, like, uh, they start finding news news um, stations saying... Uh, what, should we believe what they're what they're doing? Are these maybe these guys are releasing ghosts and then they're recatching them and, and they're scumbags and um, what what was it? Uh, the the main villain of the movie is uh, is a demon called Gozer. Yep. And to come into this world, she needs uh, these two hellish dogs. One of them is called Zool, and that's what who is going after Dana and I forgot the other one's name but I do know that they're the the key master and then the the, the, gatekeeper. the gatekeeper and I don't know if it has any I don't remember if it has anything to do with those two people physically like they need Dana and Lewis but uh, it's not specifically them it is that they they need to take control of two people you know in in order to um, you know open the the portal yeah uh, to let Gozer come out into the world, so, um, and unfortunately, I think it, it is because of Walter Peck that uh, basically the Ghostbusters they trap the ghosts in these in these traps that they've designed, and they kind of dump them into this. The thing about it is just like a big zoo, like a tank, like an aquarium type tank. You don't see it; it's at the you know bottom of their uh, their headquarters in a fire department, um, and. Once Walter Peck kind of gets this this court order to shut him down, he just kind of goes in and is like, "All right, I'm gonna go shut this thing down." And Egon warns him, like, "Doing that could have catastrophic uh, issues." Yep. And once that that switch is flipped, shit gonna goes crazy, and uh, and we'll finish that. We're actually at our second possible ecto cooler location, so yeah, we'll get right back to you. And it'll seem like no time at all. All right, so um, uh, location number two 
Also a complete failure was uh, ShopRite. Yep, our local ShopRite had a big empty spot on the shelf where that did have the label of Ecto Cooler. For the juice boxes, I've yet to see any place for the cans. And we're also kind of confused on where the cans would be because in the juice aisle, they just kind of have either bottles or juice boxes. Uh, and then in the soda aisle, there's really, other than like Hawaiian Punch, it's really not like a place for juice in cans, so I I don't know. We'll, uh, you keep talking about these cans. I never heard of cans of ecto cooler. Is that a new thing, or is that something that? No, that's that's out for the movie. That's one of the things. Got it. Uh, is it maybe it's an energy drink in the cans? No, no, it's it's just ecto cooler. It's more for the adults. Um, that's hilarious. It is. It is very hilarious and very weird. And uh, it is very hilarious. Yeah, see? So they got a, a can version. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to head off to location number three. And from and this is the last place on the list. Um, yeah, anectocooler.com. It was a promotional site. They have a, a big list of supporting retailers. So Walmart, Target, and a few other grocery stores. So, yeah. We can go to Stop go to the next one. Now. Yep. All right. Stop and shop, also a no-go. Uh, I just checked the list, <laughs> and I didn't see Target on it, so I don't know what the fuck Eric was just talking about. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we, we will check it anyway, though. We'll get right back to you. All right, so um, we, we just happened to go into Target since we were on our way. Uh, it, it just happened to work out to just go in. Um, and no luck there, also. Um Kind of the same with Walmart. The the employees uh, either seemed confused or at least knew that people were asking about it, but they don't they don't have any idea about it coming out. So uh, we're on our way right now to uh, our, the Big Y, which isn't on the list on the website, but it's really the last remaining place in town. Yeah, I'm hoping. It, I mean, it's a grocery store. They definitely carry high C products. I'm hoping that they got Ecto Cooler. And because it's not on the list, that maybe they have some left. But we probably are just going to end with uh, no fucking ecto cooler yeah, today. It really seemed like every place that would have had it just was out yeah. completely. So, so anyway, well, I guess while we drive, we'll talk about uh, talk some more about Ghostbusters. Uh, we don't need to keep rehashing the, the the plot and every single detail. Point is, first movie, great movie, classic movie, and. Everything else afterward really just rides on its coattails to an <laughs> yeah. extent. Uh, Ghostbusters but 2? Ghostbusters 2. I like Ghostbusters 2, I but do. I was still a child. Yeah, there's not... To walk away... There's really nothing iconic to walk away from. Like, when you walk Are away from you the first... Are you kidding me? No, well, all right, let me explain. When you walk away from the first Ghostbusters, you have Slimer. Yeah. As, like, this big face of Ghostbusters. You have the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man as, like, this big thing from Ghostbusters. But when you walk away from 2, it doesn't have... They made the entire Statue of Liberty start walking. Which is cool, but it hasn't... Nothing I think from... it was wearing Nikes, too. Yeah, I think that was a joke uh, that, it, that, it, that it had Nikes. They were also controlling it with an NES advantage, which was cool. Yeah. Uh, um, but there was there's nothing from 2 that, that has stuck as far as, like... When you're promoting Ghostbusters, yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, Vigo the Carpathian is is, is a very. Uh, I find it to, him to be a, kim, a compelling villain. I enjoyed um, what's his name? Is it Peter McNichol? I think that's his name. Yeah. Who, uh, who played? Uh, he played Dana's boss, Sigourney Weaver's boss at the art museum. That, uh, she was in charge of, or not? He was in charge of restoring. Um, Art, you know, older artwork, and yeah. she did the work. Um, and, uh, and and she has a kid now with Peter Bankman, which was yep. another big part of the movie. And they're not together, as far as is it clear that it's his kid, or is it just a baby? And 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 they are renewing their. I mean, I don't. I think. I think that's what it is. I, 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 if I remember correctly, it's it's implied that it could be, but I don't think it is actually stated that 
I think because there was an appeal to kids and everything in the movie, they didn't want to come right out and be like, yeah, they had sex and never got married and she had a baby and open up that whole can of worms. So just like leave it very yeah, vague. Yeah, uh, I think the kid's name is Oscar. Yep. Which I already said. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, and then in that movie, the whole thing was uh, a lot of slime under under New York. Was, there was a lot of negative energy, yeah. once again. Um, and so that movie came out, was still a big hit in its own right, but definitely was in the shadow of the first one. And I guess from that experience, everybody involved was just kind of like, yeah, you know what, let's not make a third one. Yeah. For now, you know. I know for years, Dan Aykroyd has been, like, the biggest cheerleader and not only as his character as Ray Stance was the biggest cheerleader of the Ghostbusters uh, he was the biggest cheerleader to try to get the third one going and for years I mean it's countless interviews from like the 90s until now where Dan Aykroyd was saying yeah they're, we're working on a Ghostbusters 3 we're working on this and then conflicting reports from other cast members or yeah um, and it really and I, does Ivan, Ivan Reitman the director yeah. you know so it really does seem like I believe we covered it before but it seems like there was some stuff ready to go and they were just waiting on Bill Murray to read the script and he just could not get interested enough to sit down and even read a whole script yeah I mean there was even reports that he was very angry about the idea of doing a third Ghostbusters which he has come out and said that the were false I know there was a big one that was going around for years where he, like, shredded the script and sent it back to Dan Aykroyd saying, like, nobody wants to see four old guys running around chasing ghosts. And that was, like, a big rumor going yeah. around. He, I often have wondered whether perhaps he, like, there never even was a real finished script ready to go. And... and they were just, like, Bill Murray might have just been like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if you just kept blaming me for, like, 20 years straight? <laughs> yeah. Well, there was at least the the structure was used for the Ghostbusters video game. Yep. It came out in, the, uh, in like, 2008, 2009. Uh, it actually had Bill Murray come back and voice Peter Venkman, and, and every all the actors came back and voiced their characters, and... Uh, Dan Aykroyd has come out and said, like, that movie, or that game, was based off the script of Ghostbusters 3. Yeah. Uh, which is essentially the Ghostbusters going to hell. Yeah. And, and stopping demons. So, um... Do you have that game? I had it for the Wii. I, I'm going to be getting it for the 360 to, to replay it. In, in. All right, I'd love to give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, so it, it's got all that humor and stuff, and as a fan, it's yeah. it's really great. So now, um, what's what I find interesting is the things they did with the initial cartoon. Um, being yeah, a cartoon, yeah. they they of course wanted the characters more clearly distinguishable to the kids. Uh, so Egon's hair became blonde. He had like a pompadour. Too. Yeah, it was, it was like, like a crazy pompadour. It's crazy that people have that hairstyle now. That's true. There are yeah. people, mostly women. Yes. <laughs> um, and they made Ray's hair redder just to distinguish it. Because uh, really in the original, you know, in, in the movies at the time, Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray had very closely... You know, very close to the same color hair. Egon had, like, almost the black only, hair. The only character that really matched 100% was almost Peter Venkman. Because, yep. you know, he's the guy. Yeah. Uh, Winston pretty much matched, too. They didn't really radically change him as well. It would be awful if they were like, oh, God, let's make the ba the black guy purple or yeah. something just to... Well, in the video game, he was, he was like, blue. Because back then, they just didn't put black as, like, a... You know, like, in the uh, the NES game, they actually oh, made yeah. him as, like, a blue character. Very limited color palette. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then oh, they made man. they took Slimer, who was just kind of like this throwaway character in the movie, a actual like. They pet. made him a Ghostbuster. Yeah, he much. was like a pet of the Ghostbusters. Uh, old John Belushi there. Dan <laughs> Aykroyd said that the Slimer was the ghost of John Belushi, just <laughs> eating and everything. So uh, I always took that, as, even though it's funny, I took that as a slight against John Belushi. But whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I like the cartoon. Uh, the one piece of trivia I always tell people about the cartoon was that the guy who voiced Peter Venkman, Bill Murray's character, yeah. was also the voice actor for the Garfield cartoon. Right. Lorenzo was, Music. Yeah, he was like the voice of Garfield. And it was funny that decades later, 
Bill Murray, who was live-action Peter Bankman, ended up voicing Garfield in the live-action movies. Right. And just phenomenal. So clearly the two guys just sound that much alike. Um, and there was another cartoon. Yeah, the Extreme Ghostbusters, which was a, a sequel to the original cartoon. and I The real Ghostbusters? Is that yeah. Or, no, no, the... Yeah, the Extreme Ghostbusters was a sequel to the real Ghostbusters. Right, right. Egon returned with like a like a ponytail instead of the pompadour, but still blonde, and you know they had Janine still there. And, and but what was cool was that the the new Ghostbusters team was actually pretty diverse for its time. It had uh, it had a you know a guy, a woman. Uh, they still had a black guy there. Then they had a, a character in a wheelchair. <laughs> A guy and a black guy? That is diverse. <laughs> now, you had your regular, like, run-of-the-mill, you know, white guy teen, but then they... Let me just point out, that is super fucking racist, that white guy you refer to as regular. Can you fucking just stop it? <laughs> no, I want that in. Uh, <laughs> no, I, the reason I want that in is because that is... That is such a prevalent attitude, and, and that's an Ugh. attitude that I think you absorbed because that's the attitude of so many shows from the 90s. That, like, that's the stand... like Because that was always made the main character, the the regular white guy. I, I say it... I, I don't say it, like, with pride, but it just... I know that I'm white, so when I think... I, I like, think of myself yeah. as... Like, oh, when I'm trying to talk to other people, like, you know? Yeah. Um, you're, you're really, you're doing some deep, I can see, like, yeah. you're, you are, like, completely in deep thought right now. Well, like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to word it where it doesn't come out wrong. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you think of yourself, like, if I was black, I would probably not mention a black guy on the team. I'd probably say, yeah, it's got a guy, and then it's got a white guy. Like, I might. Yeah, but I, but the thing is. I don't think that's true. Probably not. And and I'm just backtracking. <laughs> no, I I think I I definitely I can remember several times with you know with friends that I have that are black that they would have said the exact same thing as you. And what I, and my point is that it's a it's systemic racism. I'm not saying you are racist. No, I'm definitely I'm I'm definitely not racist. Um, and, and my excuse is not because I have a black friend. It's just that. That those people are people. <laughs> They're just horrible people. <laughs> but uh, I guess without thinking about it, because I'm, you know, the whole podcast that we mostly do is just off the gun. So I would have probably said, under the diverse, you have a white guy, you have a female, you have a black guy, and you have somebody in a wheelchair. Yeah. And their race. And the female matter. is uh... white. Okay. I don't know if that's what you're trying to get out of me. Well, I'm not sure. She's not related to anybody. No, so. but it, I'm actually just pointing out the also the sexism of of the people who make these things that it's like th make a girl that covers women, and then we'll have to have different types of guys. The fact that there's a guy in a wheelchair as a Ghostbuster yeah. is the best part. Just I saying. agree. Because in the '90s there was no handicapped heroes that I can think of. There was a Nickelodeon cartoon called Pelswick where the main character was in a wheelchair, but that show is not good. It's like a good representation of <laughs> of, uh, of the physically handicapped. So, what do you want? <laughs> or you had Chris, uh, what was his name, Drake, up in Canada in a wheelchair. It's probably Chris Drake. Chris Drake. Um, <laughs> no, Drake. Yeah, Drake on Degrassi. Yeah. So past the, uh, the she had the two movies, the two cartoons. You had a slew of video games. And then the series just kind of, you know... It Peter venkman out. Peter venkman out, pretty much. I know Bill Murray showed up at the, the Scream Awards in Ghostbuster attire once. And I personally thought, when I saw that, I think it was like... He was he was accepting for Zombieland, so this was like maybe 2008, 2009. And I saw that and said, shit, from the reaction and him in the suit, this has got to be... Like something in the next few months is going to be announced, yeah. Or at least the fact that he might be thinking about it. And uh, shortly thereafter, Harold Ramis, uh, you know, passed away, very young. Yeah. And, um, and any thought of a third Ghostbusters with all the original cast just kind of died on that day because you can't do a movie, even if you did it and said like, oh, Egon passed away. It just 
it would feel like an empty shell. You can't. Yeah, yeah. They could go the uh, Independence Day route and uh, and just <laughs> just have some other guy. Have, have Judd Hirsch drive a bus of Boy Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know that's 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 a pretty pretty good. We're good, good good with the series. We still we have cannot wrap up yet because we have. One more place. Yeah, to we're hit. sitting here in the big wide parking lot. Yeah, so we're gonna get going. We will pop right back in a moment and and probably not have any ecto cooler. All right. Well, uh, finished our trip from Big Y. Um, we were able to find some Ghostbusters marshmallows. Uh, in, shaped like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and Slimer. Yep, we've got the Stay Puft shape and Slimer shape, and the Slimer marshmallows are green. Uh, we found Hostess. Can I just can I comment on this? I think this was a. I said it when we found them. This is a failed opportunity to actually brand have like Stay Puft Marshmallow. Yeah, I forget. Brand. I think. I, I, we should check into this. We won't. Uh, or at least I probably will check into it right after we finish recording. And uh, and uh, and then we won't ever talk about it on the podcast. But I think Stay Puffed might have been an actual brand. I mean, I know in the movie, in the kitchen scene, you can see uh, Dana has a bag of Stay Puffed. Yeah. But if yeah, I think it's an actual defunct brand. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't. The character I know that they they, they created. Well, we'll look into it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, we found Hostess Twinkies that are key lime slime flavor. So that's another Ghostbusters tie-in. But unfortunately, we totally found Ecto Cooler, bitches. Woo! Uh, yeah. Uh, place that was not on the list. Big Y. Yeah. Um, they had it. And I guess they had it because they weren't on the list, so if people didn't rush there to buy their Ecto Cooler. Um, now, they only had the juice boxes. They didn't have the cans for the adults, so I guess we're just going to have to be like kids and drink our Ecto Cooler. Yeah. As we bought a whole case, because why not? It's true. We did. I, I, this may be only a limited time, and, and uh, you never know. who knows if Ghostbusters 2 comes out. After the Lady Ghostbusters, that is the sound of people being drinking. How is it? How's it taste? It tastes like oranges and tangerines, but it's green. Um, So that's it for us this week. Uh, We are going to see the all-new Lady Ghostbusters movie. That's what it should have been called, Lady Ghostbusters. Um, Probably would have done better. (laughs) Taken better. Um, and yeah, next week we'll have another uh, a Ghostbusters episode. We haven't decided exactly what we'll do, but it'll be it'll be great. It'll be stay puffed, fantastic. It'll be ecto cool as fuck. Keep on beating. <laughs>